Welcome to the Beautifully Off Track podcast. We're your hosts, Paloma and Joel, a young couple finding our feet, raising a one-year-old son alternatively to the norm and slowly making our way out of the matrix. Here is where we share all about our journey and our experience on this earth. We discuss topics like ancestral living, instinctual parenting, birthing outside of the system and what it means to be a conscious human. We're here to start open discussions, connect with like-minded people, and share an alternative way of living. So if this is what you're interested in, stick around. Today we're sharing the story of how we met across the world in Bali and found out we were pregnant with our son only six months into our relationship. We share all the juicy details, how COVID intervened but ended up being for us, and how we realised it was all meant to be. Our hope is that you get to know us a bit more in our background story, have a laugh and connect with us on a more personal level. Enjoy! So, should we give a bit of background first? Yeah, so I'll go first. Um, so yeah, I was very heavily in the system and I had been working for almost two years. Um, boring kind of corporate office job and I just decided to quit and go traveling and um, so yeah I found myself beginning in Japan spending a week there and then ended up in New Zealand and what about you? So I had just um, left university for the second time and left my relationship with my boyfriend of four to five years and um, me and my friend Kat decided to go travelling spontaneously to Bali for a month. Um, and how did you get to Bali? Well, I spent a good few months in New Zealand first um, before going to Bali, um, where I was just like partying and working a bit on fields, like I was doing some cherry picking and working on a vineyard as well. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time just kind of like trying to escape from life, thinking that I was living my best life because I had quit my job and kind of started to transition out of the system. But I was definitely, um, you know, using the alcohol and <clears throat> socialising and partying and using like other things as well to, yeah, to, as a distraction from my mental health. Um, so sorry that wasn't really about how I got to Bali <laughs> but how did I get to Bali uh, yeah I just got sick of it um, in New Zealand after a while I was there for a good few months and yeah I just got bored so I just decided to go to Bali it was the cheapest option and um, it was the closest flight as well so that's how I got to Bali nice. yeah I love Bali that month was very transformational for me I did a lot of um self um healing and <laughs> self development self development and um wait no <laughs> or pers- like you began your like personal, like personal development growth? or self improvement journey yeah self improvement yeah. journey and well you grew All a lot that. you grew a lot as a person i grew a lot and changed a lot as a as a person and it was my first time obviously being single 
after a very long relationship and even before that relationship I don't think I was ever single for that long um so it just felt very freeing and empowering and I finally was able to realize who I was um as a single woman and yeah I just had a great time with my friend and we got really close um and I loved Bali. I fell in love with Bali, um, particularly Ubud. But um, yeah, and then short, shortly, well, after a month, our trip was over, and we went back to our hostel that we we arrived at um, the first few nights, and we decided to go back because we enjoyed it and it had really cool people. Um, and my friend Kat actually left um, a day before me, so I was now alone in that hostel. And you can say your bit. Yeah, so I just wanted to say first that my experience was very different to yours. There wasn't much um, growth within. Um, I definitely wasn't on like a self-improvement or personal development journey actively. I wanted to. But I just, I don't know, I just wasn't that motivated. Um, and like I said, I was very distracted. Um, and yeah, Bali for me, I was there for 14 days and it was average at best. Um, I just continued the partying. Before I arrived, I thought it was just going to be this transformational process, especially mm. you hear about Bali as well. And mm. it's very so spiritual. you knew that about Bali? Um, not nec- not particularly about Bali, but about Southeast Asia, that mm-hmm. something was drawing me in. Um, but yeah, when I got to Bali, I didn't experience any of that sort of um, woo-woo, spiritual mm-hmm. healing stuff at mm-hmm. all. Because I was very far away from <clears throat> the places like Ubud that have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my trip came to an end after 14 days and I was, um, yeah... Do you, want to, do you want to continue or...? Well, so you, you were going to leave, where were you going to leave to? Yeah, so I had to book a flight um, out of Bali before actually entering and I was leaving to go to Borneo mm-hmm. to go trekking in the jungle. Um, yeah, so when I kind of had my final night in Bali, I was also at this hostel um, and yeah, I was feeling pretty down in the dumps, quite depressed. Um, quite uncertain about everything because Bali hadn't been what I had envisioned um, so I was just I remember just sitting outside my room listening to music um, when some and oh, sorry and all the people that I had been that were in the hostel um, were either you know drinking partying as usual or I think they were playing a card game or something and these two people from across where I was staying just kind of called me over um, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, feeling a bit shit, so I don't know if I want to talk to them. But I went over anyway. I had like a really, actually great and conversation that really opened me up. Um, had a shot of vodka um, and then actually ended up going out to this nightclub. Um, so yeah, that was the start of my last night, I guess. Mm-hmm. And do you want to continue? Yeah, so I was alone and my hostel without my friend and um we had made friends with the other people in the hostel 
and they were going out to a nightclub. So I decided to join them. Um, it was okay. It was an okay night. And I mean, throughout my trip in Bali, I hadn't had much to drink. Um, probably like two glasses of wine. Um, I had a lot to drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't drink yeah. uh, much at all. But I did drink at this nightclub because it was, I think it was like free drinks with the entry fee. Um, so I had a few drinks, not that much, just to, I was a bit tipsy. And um, yeah, we had a, a, a nice time. We played some card games, did some magic tricks. And then um, we went upstairs to a jac- an indoor jacuzzi that they had. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just chatting to my friends, well, to one friend in particular. And I couldn't really fully get into the jacuzzi because I had just gotten a tattoo on my chest. So I was half out of the jacuzzi. <laughs> um, and then something happened. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just continue at this point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got, I got to uh, the nightclub that I was going to. Um, with another person that I was talking about before that I'd been speaking to. Um, and I realised that I <clears throat> only had about f- 50 minutes left of free drinks and food. Um, so alcoholic drinks, of course. <laughs> so yeah, I just ate really quickly. Um, and there's actually was an upstairs area with a jacuzzi as well. Um, and I, I think I like, had a few drinks. And just made my way up, um, feeling a bit in, <laughs> indigested and a bit um, drunk. Um, but yeah, and I w- went up and <clears throat> yeah, I was walking towards the jacuzzi. I was a bit nervous because I didn't know who was going to be there because I just basically come to this nightclub on my own with another person that I didn't really know. Um, but yeah, in the distance, in the jacuzzi, I saw this uh, super... Well, you saw your uh, friend, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I saw my friend first. Um, but he was speaking to this super cute girl, um, or woman. <laughs> and <clears throat> I kind of, yeah, I just made my way over. And he actually caught, he called me over and mm. introduced me to this uh, woman who was you. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I was really confused when I saw you because I... I was just like, who is this guy? Why is he coming here? Do we even know him? <laughs> and then when our um, mutual friend called you over, I was like, oh, okay, so I guess he does know people here. Um, and then you came in. I didn't really think much of you because I, I didn't know you and I also wasn't really there looking for anyone. Um, but yeah, you got into the jacuzzi and... Um, and then you started talking and you said you were from Manchester and I slowly became very attracted to you uh, as you were talking. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if it was also the fact that you were from somewhere very familiar to me since my dad grew up near Manchester um, and I have family there. So it just felt like a bit of home. but. Also, I just, yeah, I was just very attracted to you pretty instantly when we started to talk. Um, yeah, and you asked me why I wasn't sitting, getting in the jacuzzi. As probably everyone did. <laughs> yeah. 
as a lot of people did. I told you that um, I couldn't get in because I had a tattoo. Yeah. And I showed you it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I pretty much can um, reflect the same sort of story. I just think we had, we just started having a very open conversation and I felt very warm. Mm-hmm. A lot of warmth and the fact that you had a British accent made me also <laughs> feel like very comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think without realizing, I was also a bit tipsy as well. Mm-hmm. But I was just like slowly falling for you, like as we were talking. But yeah. I didn't actually realize because yeah. I, I don't know. I've not been in that situation. Before. Yeah, and we didn't exactly have really deep conversations no. at the start. Yeah. I think yeah. it was more physical attraction and maybe hormonal attraction. Yeah. maybe alcohol as well but yeah, then we had to get out the jacuzzi because they were closing and uh, I was I think I think I was getting ready to actually just leave yeah you were getting ready to leave and um, a few people I had spoken about going to another nightclub yeah um, can't remember the name La Favela La Favela <laughs> and um, I had heard good things about it so I really wanted to go but now that I had met you, I really wanted to go with you. <laughs> so um, I think I convinced you to go. Um, but we decided to go back um, to the hostel. And that's when we realised that actually we were staying in the, in the same hostel. And we had been for a few days, but we hadn't actually seen each other. Um, mm, yeah. And uh, and then so we, I think we headed back. I think we had a few drinks. And then... At the, at the I actually, I think maybe we did, and then maybe. we just headed off on this. Well, yeah, I, no, yeah, I you headed went off. First? Yeah, I headed off in a taxi, and then you were like, "Okay, I'll just." You were just gonna drive down the scooter with yeah. our mutual friend. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. And then, um, so I went there to the club, and it was great. It was a, it was a nice club. It was, had good music, or had okay music. Um, but I just really wanted you there. <laughs> I really wanted yeah, you to come. Yeah, and actually, we stalled because yeah. with uh, with my friend, with our friend, um, we actually went to buy a drink oh. um, first um, at a like local shop, yeah. um, like an off hmm. license. Yeah, I was wondering where you were. I, yeah, I thought you to, might not come. But. Just because it was cheaper, I think, and yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure why. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, then, I was not really aware of what was gonna happen it I wasn't actually particularly I feel like you were like waiting for me to come mm-hmm. but I was just and I was in a really weird headspace I didn't even expect to have like been out I was like sick of partying and stuff so yeah but then we arrived didn't we yeah so actually well I noticed our mutual friend first and I was like okay great they're potentially here but Where's Joel? <laughs> right now, actually, I thought your name was Joe first. <laughs> I think because of the way he said my the, name. The way he said it made it sound like it was Joe. Um, but anyway, so I saw him and he actually headed upstairs because I didn't know there was another part upstairs. And um, so I followed him and I went upstairs and then you were just there. I don't know. So I guess the music was just better upstairs than you were there. Yeah. And um, Yeah, it was pop music downstairs, but like <laughs> deep acid house upstairs I don't know just like yeah. kind of nice electronic music nice. upstairs yeah yeah um but yeah I wasn't particularly there for the music no. <laughs> um and I yeah. just don't know why I was there for I was so confused <laughs> but I yeah 
Um, oh yeah, something or someone was calling you there. Something or someone was calling me there, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, then, so we were just dancing. I think I was dancing with our friend and uh, I wanted to dance with you. Did we actually dance? I can't remember. I don't, I don't actually know if we danced. I think we danced we a sat bit. On the, we sat on the yeah. sofa and I asked if I could kiss you, but you said my breath. Smells of cigarettes. Of cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, because I was also smoking then, like, one of a really bad habit that I had. Yeah, and I had quit smoking. Yeah, so, so fair it was not a But I took that as a bit of a... Yeah, but I think that's when I said, like, well, why don't we just go get... Oh, why don't we leave? Why don't we go get chewing gum or something? <laughs> or something, like, I can't actually remember. Um, and so we weren't there for very long, but... Yeah, yeah. and then we did, and then, yeah, yeah, we were there for maybe, like, 45 minutes. And then we just yeah. headed back on the scooter, but it was with our friends. With our friends, driving us. So there was three of us. I was doing the directions. Drinking with, as well. Yeah, I was doing the directions. I had the directions on the phone because it was quite far away from yeah. where we were staying. But we stopped to get chewing gum. We stopped to get chewing gum, and also when we were maybe like ten minutes away, mm. and another um, oh. maybe local drove past on the scooter and grabbed the phone from my hands. Yep. Um, yep. Our friend's phone. Sorry, yeah, our friend's friend. Yeah. Yeah, our friend's friend, so yeah, that was pretty But nice. he was cool, he was fine with it. He was fine with she it. He was just I like, felt, oh yeah, it happens, it happens, never mind. I felt bad. Yeah, yeah, I felt a bit bad. It was just life. It was just life. And uh, I, We were a bit drunk, so... Yeah. And then, yeah. And yeah. then uh, when we arrived, that's when we really actually started having quite a deep yeah. conversation. Yeah, that's when I, I literally remember thinking, oh my God, I'm going to marry this person. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we were just talking about life and what we wanted um, to do in life. Um, I can't quite remember, I was a bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think I just sort of had this sort of idea that I wasn't sure where it was heading because of that whole chewing gum <laughs> incident where yeah. you rejected my kiss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, things um, progressed mm-hmm. very, very late into the night of us just talking. Yeah. I think it was probably like three in the morning. Yeah, I think we even went to point. the beach at one point for a swim. Yeah. And then we still hadn't kissed. Yeah, we still hadn't kissed. I really wanted to kiss you, but also you were very, very sweet and very um, respectful. Maybe too respectful. <laughs> too respectful. Frustratingly um, respectful. Yeah. So, I don't know, I was being quite forward, but... Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I brought you to the beach. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, as I said, I, I was, something uh, would I was definitely in... A place of confusion within myself and probably at a point where I was not feeling too great about myself mm. and so this was this kind of like kind of unbelievable that this was mm. happening and I couldn't quite <laughs> believe it so maybe I was just enjoying the moment of speaking to this beautiful girl <laughs> woman yeah and uh, um, but yeah, yeah so we came back from the beach and I think uh, we both wanted something to happen. Um, but, yeah, I think we just decided to... Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> to like, okay, our separate well, room. Clearly none of us is brave um, enough to make a move, so... But also the... Um, oh, I've taken your Instagram, though. Yeah, but the re- also we were in shared rooms. We were in, like, a dorm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we couldn't really... Nothing could happen anywhere. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, so we went back to our separate rooms and um, I had a shower because I was all covered in salt. 
and um, but then I just couldn't go to sleep. I had to try something, so I messaged you on um, Instagram and said, "Well, I think I said like All right, we should probably read it." <laughs> yeah, something about a kiss. And I think I said, or, or was I, it you that said? I, th- I said something like, I, said, oh, I, I messaged you first. Have, I would have loved to have a kiss from you. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, dot, 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 or something like that. And I said, it would have been nice. Do you think? Oh, oh, no, I said, do you want it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, sure. Um, and so we met in front of my bedroom door and, uh, and we kissed. <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, and that was I, the end of the night. <laughs> dot dot dot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I re- I remember you were like, oh, you showered. And I was like, yeah, that's what I said I was gonna do. And uh, you're like, oh, I should probably shower. I'm all salty. And I said, oh, well, I can come with you. <laughs> you can leave the rest um, to the imagination. Yeah, and then we had a great shower together. Yeah. Um, I felt very clean afterwards. <laughs> And a mirror got broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very um, proud about that. <laughs> <laughs> Told all the staff members, I'm really sorry I broke your mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and then we actually did go to sleep in our separate rooms. And uh, yeah, I was quite nervous the morning after. Well, not nervous, but I was like, I had, I felt like we really connected and I really, really liked you. Um, but I wasn't sure if you had felt the same way or if um, breaking the mirror was enough. Yeah, and also just the fact that we were, we had oh, yeah. drunk a bit. And also the fact that we were both leaving that day. Yeah, yeah, it was um, very uh, strange. It very was, strange, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I was just focused on packing my bags, um, even though you were actually leaving first. but. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just packing my bags and I remember I brought my my bag to the to the reception and I walked past you and I remember I like kind of saw you in the corner of my eye but I didn't even look at you properly because I was just like, I can't deal with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I was speaking to another friend, yeah. uh, not the same one <clears throat> from the I night know. before and, we, and he actually encouraged me um, to go and speak to you. Yeah, because I, I was like, oh, should I speak to her? Yeah, I went to sit on like, like across the pool. So yeah. I could kind of see you, but I was just, I think I was just on my phone or reading a book or something. Pretending. To. Pretending probably, but, um, but yeah, I was just sat there on my own, just kind of waiting. And, um, and yeah, and then you came over and sat next to me. And I was like, oh, okay, not just me then. <laughs> And then we spoke again without alcohol. Spoke again, yeah, and it was just like so natural. It was like, so natural. It felt like just, yeah. we just we had clicked, yeah. and it wasn't yeah. just exactly a drunken. Yeah, and we were just very. I feel like there was no layers of of fakeness. We were just very real with each other. We were like holding hands and yeah, had a little kiss. I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and then you were like. Yeah, I'm leaving now in like what, like an yeah. hour or something. Maybe even less. Maybe even less. And I was like, "What? Have you packed?" Yeah. <laughs> and you had had you packed or? Yeah, I had packed. Yeah. But all my bags were in my room, and yeah. I even remember just going to grab them and giving you a little kiss, yeah. saying bye to a few other people. But I think did <clears> we. I oh know we had just heard. gave you the last bit of my money. Oh yeah, you gave me a bit of money. <clears> probably like fifteen p. Yeah. 
Yeah. In Great British. Because <laughs> I said I didn't have anything to buy food. Okay. I didn't have any cash left. Um, and um, so, yeah, I was really grateful that you gave me that because obviously food in Bali is really cheap. So you actually just paid for my last meal in Bali and it was my favorite meal. I packed it. I think I packed, I ate one, I think, and maybe packed the other in, in, a, in a little Tupperware so I could take with me to my flight. Yeah, and I, yeah, just headed off, got on the plane to Borneo. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, now my plan was to fly to the UK, meet up with my friend again, and then fly to Argentina for a couple months to travel with her. Um, and it was the time of COVID beginning. Um, so it was all pretty uncertain, but we we didn't know much of what was going to happen. So um, I flew flew to the UK, was thinking about you the whole way, um, and got there, <laughs> talked to my friend about you, told her everything and told her how much I liked you, told her I was going to marry you. <laughs> And um, I, I think I, I, I don't know if, I don't know, I just felt like I should, I didn't know if we were ever going to speak again or not, but I just thought I should send you one last message to tell you how I felt. Um, not with anything, um, not to continue anything, just like to tell you how I felt. And so I said, sent you a really long message telling you how I felt um, and just saying that we, I felt we connected and that it was so lovely meeting you, even if it just ends there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how did you receive that? <laughs> it's funny because I was sitting, um, eating some food <clears throat> in the communal area, um, speaking to a few people that I finally met at the hostel. And I just had the real urge to message you and I was thinking, how should I do this? And I went to open it and you just messaged mm-hmm. me as I opened it. So another like synchronicity, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did a lot of first moves. <laughs> you did a lot of first moves, yeah. I was just, like, so happy when you messaged me. And as soon as you messaged me, I actually um, messaged straight away one of my good friends in the UK, just coincidentally, mm-hmm. who was getting married, mm. um, and said, oh, yeah, I might have a plus one. I might have a plus one for mm. the wedding. Um, so I was also very hopeful. And <laughs> also just, I just knew it was... Yeah. Um, Nice. Of course, over time, a little bit of doubt because you're so yeah. far away, but yeah. I so just you knew. replied to me? I replied to you, yeah. Yeah, I replied to you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't just ignore you. Yeah. I replied so to you. Replied, I don't know if I replied quickly or did I? I can't remember, to be honest. I think I Because I didn't have an expectation. I just wanted to share my feelings with you. I didn't expect anything in return, but I got a really lovely message in return. And what I liked about it was that it ended with a question. So I was like, oh, you wanted to keep going then? Because um, I hadn't asked you a question, I just kind of left it there. Um, and so that made me happy, and so then that continued the conversation. And then we decided to move our conversation to WhatsApp, which was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, and, definitely. Um, but I think, so by that time, yeah, I was in, in Argentina, um, and that was when COVID was really starting to be a bit crazy. And... Uh, me and my friend had realised that we actually couldn't really travel in Argentina because everything was being locked down and the country was going to be locked down. Um, So what we kind of thought the wisest move would be to um, 
was going to be... <laughs> was too. <laughs> what? <laughs> an English lesson. Anyway, we decided to um, unfortunately um, fly back to Europe and end our trip there and kind of waste the rest of our money on our um, flight back. Um, so I think we were there under a week in a really shitty hostel. Um, but yeah, me and my friend, were, we were just very like um, high from our trip in Bali. And um, I don't think there's anything that could have got us down. We were just like It was accepting. quite lighthearted, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. Like, you made it lighthearted. Yeah. yeah I don't remember did. ever being upset. Actually, we were kind of laughing about the situation and everything just felt fine. And also maybe because I was kind of in a love bubble. <laughs> um, maybe. But yeah, so that's, I guess, when we just started texting a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I flew back to France. I didn't have any money left, um, or at least not much, and uh, I didn't have a job. So I went back to my parents' house um, in the south of France, which is a beautiful place to be locked down. And uh, it was summer, I guess. It was, know, just, but it was it, hot. It was like April. Yeah. But I think it was hot. Yeah, it was April, hot. May. Yeah. Um, and so I just had a beautiful time there and didn't really feel sad about my missed uh, Argentinian trip. Um, and yeah, we were texting yeah. every day. Well, yeah, I, so I was actually, so I spent a week in Borneo, um, after receiving this message from you and then beginning our exchange of messages and words. Um, but yeah, I got, I was going to stay in Borneo for a month or more, mm. but COVID happened and they were locking down the borders for the whole of the country. So I had a choice to either fly back to Bali or fly back to England. Mm. And if I flew back to Bali, I'd just be locked in there um, for, oh, I didn't know how, <laughs> I didn't know how long it was like unknown. No. Or if I flew back to the UK, then I would be under the control of the government, um, mm. not allowed to. I don't think you were ready to go back. Leave my house. No, I wasn't ready to go back because I was, I had in my mind that I wanted to, yeah, transform, yeah. Um, to journey and mm. become, like, find myself, I yeah. suppose. I was yeah. in that, definitely in that phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on a path, a spiritual path. I don't think I was being that productive. But, yeah, I wasn't very, re- I was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And so I flew in the end after being convinced by one of my friends to fly back to Bali mm-hmm. um, and began a trip of, no, not a trip, <laughs> I guess, began to live there for mm. the next few months. Yeah. And, yeah, as you, and, I, yeah, no, go on. Um, no, I don't know what I was going to say, go on. No, I was going to say, so then, yeah, we just, and at the time I really wanted to see you. Oh yeah, that's what as I was well, going to And also I knew that going to Bali would oh. be even further away because yeah. you had told me that you were flying back to France. Yeah. So part of me was like, oh, I should go because I think I mm. actually, I really, I felt like I was in love with you already at that point. Yeah, me too, I think. But without saying it. Yeah. But I felt it. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I really wanted to be with you and I was so jealous that you were going back to Bali even though you hadn't enjoyed it that much. But 
I was just, I was even looking at flights to go back to Bali. Yeah, I but think I even asked possible. you as well. Yeah. I was like, oh, are you sure you can't? Just yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't possible. There was just like no flights. That was like the peak of COVID and, well, one of the peaks. <laughs> and so it was just not possible, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so you were there for five months. I was there for five months. I was messaging you every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just was, connecting more and more. We were connecting more and more. Um, I well, think we had slowly like, started to realise that we had to meet like the yeah yeah I would say though I outstayed my welcome in Bali <laughs> yeah um, I was searching for something something completely unknown and I wasn't finding it in Bali but I mm. just was like holding on to this <laughs> um, thing I don't know what it was no um, idea this idea that I was going to turn into this cool, long-haired hippie. <laughs> and well, you did grow your hair, I guess. I did grow my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, give a, not care, have a care in the world. Like, never go back to the UK again um, mm. and just be out of the system. But yeah, I was just being drawn so hard A bit back. naively. What do you what, no. Well, at that time, I feel like... Oh, yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know what... It was. Yeah. Like, what? I just didn't have You were a good... leaving something, but you didn't know what you were leaving, no. and you didn't know what you were aiming for. You no. were just kind of in limbo. I was in limbo, yeah. yeah. Because I hadn't actually done the work on myself. Um, I hadn't mm. actually given it much thought. I just did. Yeah. I took a step, a massive step. But it. But it's important, I guess. But it's important, yeah. I learned a lot from yeah. the experience. Yeah. But anyway. I love speaking to you though. I unfortunately yeah. began to party, and when I say party, I mean more just drink a lot when mm. I was there. And I was smoking more than I'd ever smoked um, cigarettes in my life before. Mm. Um, more than a pack a day because it's so cheap. So I was being and, quite self destructive, yeah. and I was missing you a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I, I felt so like confused. I missed you as well because. We had only met the one night, but I felt like I missed you. Yeah. But yeah, my time in France was quite different. Yeah, again. again. <laughs> I it's crazy how polar opposite the time that we spent was, mm-hmm. but how we still met and we managed to connect. like connect. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I was still working on myself and uh, really enjoying my life. And I was, that was one, I don't know, everyone was in kind of despair around the world with COVID and I was at the happiest, one of the happiest times of my life. I just felt so um, connected to myself and my purpose. Well, not that I really knew my purpose, but I really felt like, I don't know, I just, I guess I had left two things that were not good for me, um, a relationship and um, university degree that was not for me. You took two like <clears throat> s- massive steps that took a yeah. lot of strength. Yeah. And yeah. So, I guess very empowering for yeah. you. Um, but for me, I'm just going to say that I had no despair over COVID. Yeah. Um, like, it was very chill in Bali. No one was, nothing was really closed. Everyone was just out and about. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, it was cool. I didn't really get brainwashed by the government in mm-hmm. the west but yeah there yeah. was a lot of inner luckily um, i didn't either because i was in the middle of the countryside and we were just at home all the time so i wasn't affected by it either which was really nice 
there was just a lot of darkness and in a work that I wasn't doing mm. um, and things that I was just putting off and covering that I had started to but then I was usually like drinking to like forget about it um, and yeah I don't know it was it's interesting it was an interesting experience I just learned a lot though and I actually I just think I grew a lot from it yeah um, so yeah. yeah but yeah so it was getting long and yeah. and we wanted to meet yeah so you were talking about potentially coming back to Manchester and I was like great that's close but that's not where I am so I was thinking okay maybe I should find work in the UK um, and uh, so I got moving and literally just applied for a bunch of jobs uh, did a few interviews and got a job as a carer in a nursing home a job that I had never done before um, and like I actually can't believe I decided to get that job <laughs> without knowing what it was going to be like I was but surprised, I really, yeah. but I didn't say anything. Just <laughs> I because I like heard about stories yeah. of people before. I had not. Yeah, I, the only purpose was to earn enough money to be able to pay rent and pay for food so that I could live in the UK and meet you again. Um, so I moved... So yeah, so I think I got the job and um, I think they were closing the border soon or something or... They could, I, there was a chance I couldn't fly from oh, yeah, France to the UK. Yeah. So I just literally didn't even have a place to live. Booked a flight for like the next, I think it was in like three days or something crazy. And um, and somehow, I think the night before, I managed to find a place yeah. to live. Um, and I guess luckily, because it was COVID, um, some friends... Um, had an Airbnb that was not used because of COVID so I could stay there and I, I got to choose how much to pay for it which was lucky and so I told them my budget and they were fine with it and so it was a really nice little place oh it was I would happily live there again if I was single because it was quite small but it was just such a sweet little cottage um, yeah so then I flew to the UK and this was in... Um, June, I think. June. Of 2020. Yeah, I meant the place. Oh, <laughs> Gloucester? Gloucester. This was in Gloucester. Um, and... Or was it in Stroud? I don't know. But anyway. And, uh, yeah, and moved there. And you told there. me that you were moving. Yeah. And I feel like there was kind of a lack of communication in a way. Because um, you didn't kind of... Both ways. But I feel like... <clears throat> we just weren't as direct, like, oh, I'm moving here so that I can see you. But maybe I also oh, misinterpreted yeah. it as well. Yeah. I didn't, I don't think, I, I wouldn't have told you, like, no, oh, by the way, I'm moving to the UK. Of course, we were in a very vulnerable situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't actually, like, yeah. we hadn't seen but each other for like, a month. But I was like, oh, I'm moving to the UK. Yeah. We weren't actually together. We no. weren't in a relationship. No. We kissed each other once. And broke a mirror. And broke a mirror. But... Um, but yeah, um, so I moved there, worked, and I just was just waiting for you to come. For like another six weeks, maybe. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh my God, I did not think I was going to be doing this for this And time. I was also being very, um, 
indecisive yeah and also not really finding a flight I even booked a fl- my first flight oh, and yeah. it got cancelled yeah and so that was a bit of a stressor mm. frustrating more than anything but finally I booked my flight mm-hmm. back to the UK um, yeah with mm-hmm. a few of us and it was you flew to weird. it was weird though everyone was wearing wait like you flew with oh yeah I remember you flew with all the people guitar and everyone all the staff at that time it was probably strange that the staff were wearing like masks mm. and full overalls it was a bit creepy really yeah um no, that's no, a topic for another time. That's a topic for another time, but I was unsure whether I was going to actually get back or not because every all the flights kept getting cancelled. Yeah. But like, yeah, I got back in July, like six weeks le- six weeks later. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, but you were flying to your mum's house, and she was quite strict about the quarantine. Oh yeah, yeah. So I had the quarantine for fourteen days when I came back for my birthday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I had this amazing meal that my mum cooked, but I was quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> so it was very frustrating. What, very frustrating. What birthday was it? How old were you? 25. 25. So I was 20... No idea. 22, 23. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, that was I think it was, I was 22. Birthday. Um, yeah, but yeah. I was... I was in a... Again, when I got back, I hadn't... Because I'd set this... Um, a lot of pressure on myself to find myself mm-hmm. and I hadn't found myself yeah. and so I felt super depressed when I came back. Yeah, I found me. <laughs> I found you, yeah. And also I thought that the fact that I'd found you was the answer to all my uh, troubles and yeah, I, yeah. I hadn't done any inner work basically mm-hmm. and I had like in a way relied on the fact that I had this relationship with the UK and that that was going to be the thing that makes me happy but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even see you for like two weeks or so did I because right, I was quarantined so you were quarantining so which was frustrating for me because I didn't have to believe in Covid and yeah. the quarantine and I was still unsure at, yeah. about it at that point but also you wanted to respect your mum's wishes which is yeah. fair enough her house her rules yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, how far I think it was like a three or four hour mm, train journey about three hours about three hours yeah, yeah. and so we finally decided to meet. I booked my train to go to you. Um, it was weird. And it's quite a long, um, like it's quite a far, far away trip. So I stayed the night. Was it one night or two nights? I can't two nights, I think. It was two nights, which is crazy. And you were coming actually. to my mum's house. Yeah. And my <laughs> sister was there as well. She was back from oh. uh, university. She yeah. Was at, and so this was like an intense and so was this was only the second to, time this is crazy I was coming to stay with you for two nights and I had only met you one night in Bali we while we were drunk yeah, and spoke for like five yeah. minutes next but time. we had we had been texting yeah yeah yeah. but that's why it was for even like more six months. and we spoke on the phone as well and we spoke on the phone um, I'll yeah. be honest I was drunk a few times whilst you spoke yeah, I, know, I, know, I know. and I don't think yeah. you knew but anyway I knew oh you did know yeah yeah I, I know you were okay right yeah, um, but anyway, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so <laughs> so yeah. So then we met again, and we actually because of COVID, and I had to wear a mask on the train. Oh, yeah. So I actually had a mask on, and you met me in the train station. The so on. you also had to have a mask on. So that was weird. Um, I wish that. I remember like actually pulling down the mask really quick and said, "Should we have a quick kiss or something?" Is it maybe? 
Like it was ridiculous. Did we kiss? I can't. No, yeah. I think I don't. I know. can't remember. I think we might have kissed because I. I think we were pretty desperate to connect and kiss. Yeah. Um, so connect. I think we probably had a little kiss. Connect. But it felt weird though because we had a mask yeah, and yeah. because we had been speaking for so long, but we hadn't met in person, so we didn't actually. It was just like a new. Funny, so at that point as well, it was getting a bit ridiculous how like long it was get taking to like meet each other. So yeah. I feel like we were just both really it was frustrated. So built up, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you hugged my mum at the car. Yeah, that was weird. So but it was, it was just surreal. And I was yeah, just like... It was, it was like a dream. This whole thing from the moment we met was just mm-hmm. like a dream for me. Yeah. Especially I had been single for five years. Mm-hmm. And I was, yeah, like hopelessly looking for love, really. And I was not. <laughs> I just left a relationship. Yeah. But I guess love found me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, um, I'll quickly say that when I was in Bali, not that I was looking for a partner at all, I was happily single and enjoying my life, but me and my friend were obviously talking about a lot of things, including relationships, and um, we decided to each make like a checklist of what we wanted our ideal partner um, to be, and we decided we wouldn't settle for anything less. So I think I had about four or five pages of... um, of qualities and just bullet points of what I wanted my ideal partner to be and um, that's one of the things actually that I guess I had in my mind that throughout getting to know you you just seem to tick every single box um, so I just had a, like a, a really good idea of what I wanted and you were it even though I wasn't looking for you <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway so we were in Manchester and um, you were visiting my mum's house for the first time. Yeah, and she made... Was it... She cooked, didn't she? She cooked, yeah. yeah. She made the most delicious... I couldn't cook at that point, really. food, <laughs> yeah. And it was very strange, because also I was exhausted, because my work was super draining. Um, and, like, from 7 in the morning to 7 in the evening. Uh, and I had worked the day before. It just wasn't an ideal situation was it it wasn't because you were tired but also but like it just was it was never it was meant to be never a wrong time no it was fine and then yeah I think I was quite nervous because it just felt so I would have been nervous if I was in your shoes yeah were you not nervous no actually (laughs) I mean for in your situation oh yeah I was very nervous but maybe I was very I had that kind of anxious pit in my stomach before yeah. meeting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Whilst we were there, when we were like sitting on the table, I was a bit nervous, but of course it's my family, so I was yeah. more relaxed. Yeah, I was nervous, but I was also tired, which I think helped in a way with my nervousness. Like I couldn't yeah. be too tired. Or couldn't, I, could, I just wasn't overthinking how I was presenting myself or anything, because I was just like, well, I'm tired. <laughs> this is how I am when I'm tired. <laughs> so I was just like myself-ish. My nervous self, I don't know, tired. Um, anyway, but yeah, it was an amazing two to three days. Yeah. We went out to eat, we connected some more, didn't break any mirrors this time, luckily. Um, oh, and I also asked you something. What? Whether you would be my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that... You asked me that the day I arrived. <laughs> well, I mean, I've and been I waiting like, yeah. so long to receive yeah. you. And I said yes. But I was also nervous that you were just going to be like, what? 
I think we were. It was a bit weird. Because it was weird because, I, but the thing is, we already felt like we were in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. but we hadn't. It seemed like been a bit formal. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, duh. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we connected, and um, yeah. Long story short, or <laughs> maybe it's just getting quite long, isn't it? Um, oh well. <laughs> oh yeah. So the next few months, we. Um, you were still working I was yeah. looking for work and we used to see each other like maybe every two weeks yeah so you would come to Manchester oh sorry you would come to Gloucester, Gloucester and I would go to Manchester backwards and forwards and then Covid was starting to really take um, off again take off or like the restrictions really would yeah, take yeah, off yeah, and it so it was getting harder and harder to, to see, see each other, other. yeah because your housemates were very strict yeah well some of them and they said that they didn't, they didn't want you yeah. to come but I still anymore. managed to get myself in and your mum was a bit iffy about me coming as well yeah which she made was. me feel uncomfortable yeah so I was like okay that's it I have to move to Manchester um and so I got another job in Manchester. Oh, and just to bear in mind, I still hadn't found a job yet, and I was feeling <laughs> really like down about it. And I was, I just had no money basically. Yeah. Um. So, but mm. we kind of like made this. Well, we were umming and ahhing for a long. Well, I was about moving in together. Oh right? yeah, yeah. You were definitely. I mean, I for me, I, I, to it me, was, it was more light hearted. But you but were. again, I'm conditioned like society and. The UK and the West say that it's just a massive deal yeah. in a relationship to move in together. And I bought that story, I guess. Yeah, I didn't view it as a massive deal. No. I was just like, what's what goes, what can go wrong? We can just yeah. connect more deeply, know if we are meant to be or not. and You kind of find out quicker, I guess. Yeah. Which is scary, as it? well, it's yeah. being vulnerable again. Yeah. But, but anyway, so I moved to the UK to... Uh, to the UK? <laughs> to, <laughs> to Manchester. Um, to a uh, shared um, Oh yes, we didn't house. actually move in. No, we didn't move in together yeah. straight away, no. And I had another nursing job, um, which was a horrible job, but anyway. And I had just started the job, eventually. And you just started yeah. a job. Working in a school. Yeah. Um, with really. kids with, um, kind of suffering from earlier trauma. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I didn't like my flat at all. All my job, and um, I actually got banned from your house. And you got banned from my house about, which after was about a month, or was it less? I think it was less than a month. because I was talking about my job and how no one wears a mask. Oh, maybe. How I can't was, uh, but yeah, basically they told me that they weren't, they didn't feel too comfortable with you coming anymore. So I was like, okay, great. I'm in Manchester, but you can't even come to my house. Your mum also didn't like me coming to your house. So it was just getting... Because really, of COVID. Because of COVID, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was getting really ridiculous. And so I, we were talking more about moving in together. Yeah. And I was still like fleeting from the idea. Then like, yeah. Yeah. And probably confusing you too. Yeah. But... And then I found out I was pregnant. Should we talk about how you told me? Yeah. So... It was obviously not a planned pregnancy, no. um, a huge surprise and shock. And a big shock. Yeah, I actually knew I was pregnant before taking a test. Um, I I think the night before taking the test, I, I just knew I was, I was pregnant. I bent over to get something from the fridge and had acid reflux. I was like, wow, I'm pregnant. Um, and I actually had a dream that night of... Um, 
of where I was going to give birth and more or less how it was going to look like. And it ended up being quite similar. But, um, yeah, so then the next day I had work, um, but I had quite long breaks. So I, on my break, I went to get a pregnancy test and tested. And even though I, I knew already I was pregnant, it was like confirming it was very scary. Um, and I think I cried and panicked a bit. Um, but yeah, then you actually lived 10 minutes away from me walking. So I went to your house. Yeah, you sent me like 15 oh, yeah. messages or something. And yeah. I had like five missed calls. I kept on calling you. Yeah. Because I was, um, maybe I was cooking or I just didn't have my phone on me. As yeah, usual. Yeah, yeah. I think you were in the garden. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously uh, you wanted to get in contact with me. Yeah. yeah. I think you maybe read your message. Did you read it? I read it just before you yeah, arrived before and I was really worried, like thinking, oh my God, what's happened? So I think I called you, but you were already on your way. You know, yeah, and, so, yeah, yeah. and so I was actually expecting you to come over yeah. on, on your break. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I arrived, we went upstairs. You could see it was a bit like, was something going on? Um, I think I, I probably looked like I'd been crying. I had all sorts of ideas of what yeah. might be happening. And then, then so we went upstairs and I told you I was pregnant and you were not, I mean, you were pretty chill. <laughs> I was just in major shock. Yeah. I felt quite shell-shocked. Yeah. I didn't, don't think I said much. No, which was good for me. I couldn't have dealt with a bad reaction. Um, but yeah, and I think also you said that you were relieved that I was okay because you thought something happened to me. <laughs> I thought something may have happened with one of your work colleagues. Because, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. it was that day you were working with like an older man, so I don't know, yeah, it's something, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing kind of came into my head. Yeah. But something no, may have happened. Just got pregnant. Just got pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah, and I spent the rest of the day just in shock. Um, I didn't really have anything to do because I wasn't working yeah. then. Yeah. Was I, it, I think you know, I was working, but it was a weekend, I think, and so mm. I just had nothing to do. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of in worse in a way, but I actually had time to process it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But you weren't telling your mum. Your no, but my mum was around. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of strange. Did, what did you tell her? Um. I think I can't remember. Yeah. I don't know if she noticed. If she noticed. Yeah. So that. Um definitely made us want to move in together yeah oh yeah because we that, obviously we decided to that and the fact that i couldn't of course i couldn't come to your house anymore so that was yeah. very frustrating but yeah. yeah having the baby was like well we're having a baby so let's just do this yeah let's yeah. move in and get so, to know each other even better yeah <laughs> ready for parenthood yeah um, and so we found a little flat yeah and uh the rest is history the rest is history <laughs> Yeah, we'll probably do another video talking about the pregnancy and the yeah. birth and where we are now. Our yeah. son is one. Yeah. Well, actually, no, he's 15 months. 15 months, just started to walk a little bit. Yeah. Um, so it's exciting times. Yeah. And so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to our story of how we met. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. And I had fun talking to you. And it was nice to go back in time and talk about how we met because yeah, yeah. it really brought me back yeah. so yeah thanks a lot for listening <laughs> thank you bye bye